This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. It's Tuesday, August 24th. Here's today's news. The Stone Mountain Memorial Association voted Monday to change its logo, adopting a new emblem that does not include an homage to the mountain's massive carving of Confederate leaders. The move is part of a bigger effort that leaders hope will soften the park's reputation as a bastion for Confederate sympathy. The old logo consisted of the Memorial Association's initials and an illustrated close-up of the carving of Jefferson Davis, Stonewall Jackson, and Robert E. Lee. The new logo features a more natural view of the mountain, greenery, and a surrounding lake. More substantive initiatives are still in progress for the Stone Mountain Memorial Association. The association is in the process of assembling a committee to create a new on-site museum exhibit that officials say will lay out the ugly truth about Stone Mountain and its carving, which historians say has ties to the Jim Crow era, the Ku Klux Klan, and massive resistance to federally mandated school integration. In other news, Herschel Walker has apparently moved back to Georgia in what could be a prelude to a run for the U.S. Senate. State records show the former University of Georgia football star registered to vote in Georgia on August 17th after decades of living in Texas. The move comes as the highest-profile GOP candidate in the race has leveled criticism at Walker's out-of-state address. Republican Agriculture Commissioner Gary Black launched his campaign in June and recently mocked Walker and called on him to get off the sidelines and set stakes in Georgia if he was going to run. Walker's supporters hope that his high name recognition, combined with a likely endorsement from former President Donald Trump, establish him as the clear frontrunner in the race to unseat Warnock if he enters the contest. Several public and internal polls of the race show Walker with an early advantage. The U.S. Constitution has few restrictions on potential U.S. Senate candidates. It requires only that a senator be 30 years old, a U.S. citizen for nine years, and an inhabitant of that state for which he shall be chosen when elected. Meanwhile, Metro Atlanta school districts continue to face a surge in coronavirus cases. According to data reports, 14 districts recorded more than 6,300 cases over the past week. Case counts in Forsyth County schools more than tripled over the past week, while in Fulton County, they more than doubled. Forsyth remains mask optional, and masks are required in Fulton. Now the district is considering a mask-optional campus. Multiple school districts, including Fulton County and Cobb County, are seeing the highest case counts in elementary schools among children not yet eligible for vaccines and least likely to be tested. In a recent data report, the Georgia Department of Health reports that more than one in every 100 children in the state between the ages of 5 to 17 has tested positive for COVID-19 in the last two weeks. Cumulative totals for the month in 14 of the 15 metro Atlanta districts surpassed 10,500 cases. And a growing number of southeast Atlanta neighborhoods are speaking out against the proposal to build a massive training center for police officers and firefighters on forested land in DeKalb County. 
the East Atlanta Community Association, Grant Park Neighborhood Association, and South Atlantans for Neighborhood Development, which includes the neighborhoods of Benteen Park, Boulevard Heights, Woodland Hills, and Glenwood Park, have all passed resolutions in recent weeks in opposition to the proposal. Those communities, home to more than 20,000 city residents, are among the closest Atlanta neighborhoods to the site. The city owns the site and announced plans earlier this year to build a state-of-the-art training center that would include a building for firefighters to practice putting out blazes, a mock city, classrooms, and an explosives testing area. An ordinance is currently pending in the city council to lease the land to the Atlanta Police Foundation for the construction of the site. The proposal has been met with pushback from residents and advocates pushing for the preservation of the historic site and activists who oppose further police investment. That's all for today. Check back each weekday morning for more from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution or go to AJC.com. Have a great day. Spoken Layer